captives can't get seen But if we sing long enough They might join in with us This may be a dance that's too heavy for those chains We dance long enough But the prisons will open up Come on!
welcome home. Come on back. If you don't know the Lord, welcome home. Welcome into the family of God. Make that decision today. Welcome home. Welcome home. One manner of love is this, that you would lay down your life. You paid the price, the sacrifice for redemption. Now I am determined to know.
called a child of God.
just want to speak the name of Jesus Every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus take a minute real quick I know they may not be done with the song yet but we sang two different songs right there and I want to tie these things together because I feel like there's some people that need this today we sang in that third song that I am yours I am yours and we need to understand that today that we are his and some of you in here this morning are struggling with that right now in your mind. You are feeling defeated. You are feeling like everything I do, it messes up. Everything I'm trying to do, I'm struggling with. And you need to know that you are still his. And the second, that last song we're singing right there says, I speak the name of Jesus over everything. So as, you, as you're struggling this morning, as you're, as you're in your seat right now, there's some of you, I know there is, that you're defeated in your spirit right now and you need to remind, be reminded that you are his and we need to speak the name of Jesus over your life and remind you that you are his. So we're gonna keep singing this and I want you to come up front and I'm just gonna impart into you what the Holy Spirit wants to do in you. Okay, I'm gonna lay hands on you and just say, Jesus, remind them. That's all I'm gonna say to you and I don't know what God's gonna do in your life, if he's gonna have you weep, if he's gonna have you kneel down, whatever it is, just say, Lord, I'm yours, and I'm tired of listening to the enemy tell me that I'm not. And as I speak that name of Jesus over you, just let him, his presence overwhelm you. I'm not trying to work something up. I'm following what I feel God's leading right now. And there's some of you that are walking around defeated, and you forgot that you are his. So as they sing and you want to come, I just want to lay a hand on you and say, Jesus, remind them. And that's it. And you just worship and you pray and you seek the Lord. All right, let's take a moment to do this as they sing. And if that's you, come on up. I just want to remind, have him remind you of who you are this morning. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind. Because I know Yeah. 
just want to speak the name of Jesus Till every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak place this morning, Jesus. Chains falling off of people this morning, Jesus. Remind us of who we are in you, Father. We do not have to walk around every single day defeated and thinking that we're something other than what we are in you, Father. And Lord, we are yours. We are yours. And God, I know every day is not easy, but those days when it's a struggle, we need to be reminded of your faithfulness, of your goodness, of your power, of your might, of your peace, of your mercy and grace. God, we need to be reminded daily that you are with us and we are walking in authority over the things that the enemy might bring up throughout the week. We have authority to take those thoughts captive and make them obedient to the word of God. And we are created in your image, God, and we thank you for that this morning. God, I thank you for freedom. I thank you for your presence that we can feel, Father, and know is real through the power of your Holy Spirit. And God, I thank you for interrupting and giving us opportunity to minister just as you did. Father, we praise you and we thank you for who you are. Thank you for it this morning. Worship you right now. You are holy. You are holy. You are holy. Lord, as we completely surrender to you, you show us. You show us who you are. And you move worship you, Jesus. We just give this to you right now, Father. We thank you for your, your spirit moving in this place. We thank you that you have walked in the midst of Orchardville Church for so many years. And Father, we need reminded as a church sometimes that you're still the same God. 
You've not changed. We worship you right now, God, and we thank you. We thank you for who you are. And I know you're not done yet, Father. We give you the praise and the thanks this morning. In Jesus' name, church, we said amen, amen. Thank you, praise team. Wake up in the morning, put him first. When you're tired, put him first. When you've got so much going on and it's so busy and there's so much to do, put him first. The reality is that you can make it without the things that are stressing you out. But you can't make it without Jesus. You've got to put Jesus first. Before your job, before your desires, before your dreams, put him first. Put him first in your schedule. Then put him first in your finances. Put him first. Jesus will be first one way or the other. The Bible says that one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. That means he is first. Everybody's going to acknowledge it one way or another. So why not put him first today? Amen, amen. Put him first today. Hallelujah. Again, church, I will never apologize for when God wants to interrupt something and move in a service. I will follow him the best I can and pray that I don't miss it. I'm sure there's some days that I will, but I knew that I knew that I knew that he wanted to do something in some people's lives this morning. And as, as, you, as some people may sit back and, and spectate and wonder what's happening, what's going on, that's the power of God. That's the Holy Spirit moving in our midst. And we want to be obedient when he wants to do that. And I believe that's all the time. But there's times where he manifests himself in our lives and in a service and wants to do some things. And we want to follow that. We, that's, that's what changes people. Being in the presence of God and, and feeling his spirit changes people. Because you can't dispute that. It's the only things that he can do. You know, and, and some may ask, you know, when, when you're praying for somebody, you know, why... Why would they fall on the floor? Because the presence of God sometimes is so heavy, you just collapse down. That's the easiest way for me to explain it. You just can't stand under the presence of the Lord. So there's nothing wrong with that. Okay? So I'm so thankful for what he does. I'm, I'm believing for the ones that came forward that you were, you were reminded this morning just who God is in your life. That you will not walk around defeated and you'll take those thoughts captive. And start walking in a new authority after today. I believe that. Can we just give the Lord a hand, clap of praise this morning? Amen. He's powerful. Thank you, praise team, for leading us. Thank you, church, for worshiping and being obedient in that. When we, when we do those things, it just... Stokes the atmosphere for God to move when we give him the honor and glory that he's due. Uh, this morning, I know we, we had some altar time, but I'm going I'm to share the word with you, what I got here today. And it, we're going to continue on in this series called Who's the Boss, Lord of All or Not Lord at All. And today, we're going to hit on submitting daily. We have to submit everything about us and who we are to God every single day. It's not just a Sunday thing. It's not just a Wednesday thing. It's every time we wake up in the morning, God, this day is yours. I am yours. 
I submit it all to you. Do through me what you want to do today. Help me throughout the day, okay? Submitting daily. And we kicked this series off last week, and we talked about how, I don't want to recap a lot, but how he is, Jesus is our boss and understand um, that we have to come under the lordship of Christ. We know he's our savior, but we also have to know that he's our Lord, okay? And we talked about how he's sovereign, he's in control of everything, how he's got to be first in our lives above everything else, and that there comes accountability with that, the things that he's placed inside of you and blessed you with. There's accountability and responsibility with those things. And we need to do the will of God. And we also talked about it's not, it's not only, only important of what you say, it's also important what you do as a believer. Okay? We can say things all the time, but we have to actually do those things as well. We talked about that. And then we talked about personal obedience no matter what the cost was. Lord, you're asking me to do this. You're asking me to step out in faith. It's going to cost me something, Lord. And he understands that, but we have to be obedient at all times in those situations. Okay? Again, he's either Lord of all or he's not Lord at all. Okay? So this morning, continuing on in this series, we're going to look at the topic of submitting daily. My wife for Mother's Day will be speaking next week up here, so we're looking forward to that as well. I'll get to see from the other side how she stares at me each week. I'll give her a few eye rolls as well and stuff. And I will. Okay. Submitting daily. Okay. And we have to do this. It's tough some days. I know it is. I know when you wake up and you have those days where you just feel like, blah, I'll be nice. Blah, you feel like blah, and you just don't want to do anything. We have those days, but we still have to submit to him, no matter how we feel and no matter what's going on in our lives, okay? I mentioned that different times, and I'll mention it again this morning. Just because you are a Christian does not mean that your life is going to be perfect and easy. I think we all know that. We still face struggles. We still face battles. We still go through things. And Theodore Roosevelt said this, there has never yet been a man who led a life of ease whose name is worth remembering. So as, as Jesus calls us to be his disciples, he's calling us to something that we have to understand that is not going to be easy. Well, why would I want to do it? Because it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. It is worth it. And if we're going to genuinely follow after Christ, we have to utterly be consumed with his cause every day. Are there part-time Christians? Trick question. You may know some, but we're not, requ- we're not asked to be part-time in this. It's full-time, submitted daily, 100% all in. Um, but consumed with what Christ would have for us to do. And we should do that in a sense that I have no regard for my life at all. Everything is about him. It's not about my wants and my needs. I'm submitting daily to him and what he wants me to do. We're going to start in Matthew chapter 10, verses 38 and 39 this morning. Are you guys excited today? Me too. I get to start lifting things next next week, into next week. So I can pick this up next Sunday and Sarah cannot break it for me. You notice that? Kind of did a little pop off the top here. Matthew 10, 38, 39 says this Whoever does not take up their cross 
and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. You know, many people claim to follow Jesus. They claim to be his disciples, and and many people have always done this. But in these verses of Matthew, Jesus is pointing to the proof of being genuine in this walk. Being real, not being fake with it. It's the mark of a real follower of Christ, a true follower, someone who will submit to Jesus every single day. And I know, I know it's difficult. I fail, you fail, but we are to submit to him daily. And being genuine in our faith is one that that Jesus talked about over and over again. But it seems to be, you know, that the church today, this is something we often overlook. That we are to surrender and to submit every single day. A lot of times it's just when we come in the church doors that we submit to him and we do what he wants us to do. But it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing. And he talked about it over and over again, true disciples against the false, the real versus the fake. And this was essential to Jesus as he spoke about this. It was so important to him. And in Matthew chapter 5, his very first sermon recorded in the New Testament, he said this, Matthew 5 verse 20, But I warn you, unless your righteousness is better than the righteousness of the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So there's this genuine, perfect righteousness of Christ that is given to us through faith in Jesus, and it's part of us now as believers. Okay? Romans 4, 5, but people are counted as righteous, not because of their work, but because of their faith in God who forgives sinners. And then Philippians 3, 9, and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. So again, there's righteousness of Christ that we have as believers, and there's a false righteousness of men. And unless we have the real thing, we're not going to enter the kingdom of heaven. Jesus was so focused here on the fake righteousness of the Pharisees. And again, the same warning he gives us in Matthew 7 where Jesus spoke about the narrow gate that only a few people ever find. Now, here's what I think. There's two roads that lead to God. And you're like, this doesn't make sense already. It's just a narrow one. There's two because we're all going to give an account of our lives. All of us, the sinner, the saint, all of us. So there's that path, the narrow path that leads us to Christ. And he says, well done and good faithful service, servant. But then there's the other path of destruction that still leads to him because he will say, depart from me, I never knew you. So either way, we're going to bow down and recognize him as Lord and then be in front of the judgment seat, okay? And later on in this sermon... He included the parable of the man who built his house on sinking sand while his neighbor built it on the solid rock, submitting daily. He who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. How many of you have heard the saying, take up your cross, take up your cross, take up your cross? How many wear one? Because you took it up and you put it on your neck too. (laughs) Way to go. A lot of times we we hide behind these things and we're probably sometimes really not even doing them. You know, we say, yeah, I know, I've heard that devotion, I've heard that lesson over and over about taking up your cross, but do we really submit and do that to the point of, I don't care one bit about my life, I will take up my cross, I will follow him, I will die for him today. 
If that happens, if I'm persecuted, I will not renounce my faith. I will not deny it. I will die for Christ right now. That's what he's calling us to. Submitting daily. If it came down to that, would you lay your life down for him? He he was locking in on what a true believer was. And again, unless you're willing to take up your cross, submit to him and his lordship, you aren't truly a follower. Our cross isn't our broken down car. Oh my gosh, I got car troubles again. Look at me take up my cross. Oh, it's my argumentative wife. She's at me again this week. That's not my cross either. It's about him and submitting to him when he's telling us to take up our crosses. Willingly face the possibility of death for his namesake. And as we look at our own life, are we there yet spiritually? I mean, ask, ask yourself, would I die for Jesus today? Would I lay down my life if somebody came up to me and said, renounce him right now or die? Would I, would I lay down my life for him? Am I submitting my whole self to him that much where I'm confident that if that happened to me, that's it. He's my everything. Do what you will. That's what he's calling us to as we submit daily. All right, I'll lighten the mood a little bit (laughs) as I get a drink. Let's take a step back from all this death talk. How about would you take a stand for Jesus? Would you still take a stand for him even if it isn't always easy? Even if you might face some verbal persecution from some people. Even when uh, you know, society might come up against you and, and, and say you need to shut up about your little message here about Jesus. It's really just hate speech because you're, you're talking about different groups and different people. And, and, and you need to just be quiet and back off. And you know what happens to a lot of Christians? They do. They'll just walk away. I don't, wanna, I don't want to cause any problems. And, you know, we can still stand up and show the love of Jesus and stand firm on his word and not back down from people when they push their agenda on us. We're allowed to speak the truth also and, and let, let them know that the God we serve and the Jesus that's our Savior is true and real and he's there for us just like he is for them. We can lay it out there. And leave that up to them to decide. Okay? But even when you might have to face this persecution or ridicule um, for your belief in Jesus, are you willing to stand in the midst of it and take it because you're submitting daily to him? And he's asked you to do it? I'm going I'm to step out on a limb here. I didn't even let these guys know. You guys like when I include people, right? Tommy Lewis, will you come up here? Frank Taylor, will you come up here? Is Kelly Colclasier here? Who else did I say? Is Tom Bruns here? Oh, man. Heath Boyd. Troy Kirby. I'm going to tell you guys something. Yes, they all four came. (laughs) I'm going to tell you guys something that 
There, there is coming a day. I mean, if you're standing up for Jesus 100% surrendered and you're all in right now, you're probably facing some ridicule from some people, some making fun of, some people bashing what you believe. You're facing it, which is expected if we're doing what we're called to do. All right, don't, don't take that as a surprise. But there is coming a day where we are going to be attacked. Verbally, physically, they're going to come against the Christians. Overseas, they're already seeing it. We are blessed and privileged that we have, not have to go through that yet, but it's coming. Are you ready? Are you ready in the midst of that to stand up and say, I still believe no matter what you say to me. I still believe no matter what you do to me. Because those days are coming. Guys, youth, it's coming. Are you going to be able to stand there and stand on the word of God and still speak life even though everybody's speaking death into you? So I want these guys, I'm going to stand right here. It's going to get intense. I want you guys to surround me. This is what it's going to look like eventually if you're not already facing things, okay? Get right close to me. I want, you, I want to taste your gum. Not, not in a weird way. I want, to, I want to smell what flavor gum you are chewing on. Come here a little closer to me. Now, I want you guys to keep this clean as well. Don't let anything slip out, all right? Here you go. Tommy put a lifesaver in. But the reality is, as you take your stand for Jesus and we take our stand as a church, there are going to be people come against us. And they're going to say some really, really hateful things to you in your face. Now, some of you in here, I already know you would do this if somebody got too close. That's not surrender. That's not submitting. You're like, that's weak, Rick. I'd, I'd clock them. That's not, no, that's not the love of Christ. Did he do that? I don't read that in the scripture. He took it. And he forgave them. They don't know what they're doing, Lord. Right? I want you guys to just ring me as, as loud as you want to. Say what you want about my faith. I'm a Christian. You're not. And I just want you to let me have it. Whatever comes out. Clean. Okay? So let me have it. Let's go. I'm a believer in Christ. I want you guys to believe as well. You know, this is the love that God has for you. That's what I'm, that's what I'm doing here. Man, I'll take a stand for Jesus, and I love him. Let me have it. You are unbelievers who hate anything about church. You hate Christians. Well, I've read the Bible. And I ain't seeing things happening coming through you what I've read out of there. Talk to talk, walk to walk. Come on. That's all you guys got? I want you to scream at me. That you hate me. That you want anything to do with any of this church stuff. Scream at me. Let me have it. This place ought to be turned into a Barn full of hay. <laughs> you're fake. You're not real. <laughs> you said, you're a Cubs fan. But I'm telling you guys, there's an intensity behind what's coming at us. Okay? There are going to be people, I don't care what you say about Jesus. Why don't you renounce him right now? He's nothing. He wasn't real. Everything you believe in is fake. And that's coming to us. That's what I'm looking for. 
Thank you, guys. Sorry, Troy. But I'm telling you, that is coming. We are to be prepared for that. And a lot of us, I'm afraid, I don't want to believe this. I want to believe that as we're coming together as a church, we're uniting in strength and that strength's being instilled in you by the Holy Spirit, that when those times come, we're not going to be one of these people that hightails it out of there. And I can't take this. I don't want to do this. I want us to say, I am a child of the King. He wove me, he knit me together in my mother's womb. I know who I am in him. He works all things out to get for good, and I know that I'm going to take a stand no matter what you say to me, no matter what you do to me, I'm still going to praise my God in the midst of it. That's what we got to do. We don't have to combat hate with hate. We don't have to do that. We can still love and stand on his word and proclaim that word boldly in the midst of the persecution because we're submitting daily. No matter what comes my way today, Lord. No matter who says something to me, I'm not going to respond in anger. I'm going to stand on your word and let them know it doesn't matter what you say to me. It doesn't matter what you do to me. And I know these guys could get louder than that and more angry than that. But it doesn't matter. I'm still going to praise him. I'm still going to worship him. I'm still going to submit to him. Because my life and being a disciple of Christ calls for that. And I don't want anybody in this church, I don't want anybody that I shepherd in my flock to run away from the stuff that's coming to us. I want us to be real, I want us to be genuine, and I want us to take a stand for Christ and not be afraid of what comes our way. We have to remember our word. We have to remember to take up our cross each day as we submit. And remember that we're not gonna deny him. We're gonna submit. And we have to remember that it's gonna cost us something. It's going to cost us something. I want to tell you guys also, the physical, I mean, I could have let them beat me up. That's coming. You are going to get physically abused because you're a believer. Okay? Some of you are like, well, then it's okay. Then it's okay. (laughs) Then it's okay to hit them back. But do not protect your physical safety by running away, by denying Christ when you're under pressure. I'm worried about what's going to happen to me right in this minute. I'm out of here. Don't do that. Know that whatever happens to you, you're going to spend eternity with Christ. When we get in that mindset and that instilled in us so deep, that doesn't matter if I die today for my belief in him, I'm about to be with him. Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live But Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Don't you dare back down in what you believe. Don't deny him. Cling to him in those difficult times. Cling to him in the persecution. And and some of you guys are like, man, this submitting daily is tough. There's also the submitting daily, you'll see the blessings of the Lord in your life and you'll get a presence from the Holy Spirit in your life and you'll understand that you have the supreme authority and power every single day walking right beside you. He walks with me, he talks with me. Okay, we have that. So I'm I'm not trying to show the doom and gloom and and, and submitting daily that you're gonna face hard times, but there are many blessings and good things about serving the Lord every single day too, but there's a reality that this is gonna get tough to do. And we have to make sure we're submitting and we're true followers of him in those times. 
One little other illustration I wanted to show you. How many of you, just, okay, before I get here, how many of you understand that it's so, so important to start your day off with the Lord? How many of you say, well, I'm not a morning person? Liars. (laughs) Liars. Some of you I know, you say, I'd rather do my thing with the Lord in the evenings, but it's so important if you can do it to start your day with him. It's so important to worship, to get into that in his presence, to to feed on the word of God, to communicate with the Lord right in the beginning. That sets the tone for the rest of your day. You are submitting daily. You can't submit daily if you're waiting until 11 o'clock at night. Unless you say, well, this counts for the next day. But here's, here's what some of us have. We have this intent. I don't even know what time it is. It's okay. It's not 6 a.m. We have the intent. That might be bad. Let me turn over. We have this intent as we lay down at night. We'll set our alarm. Like some of you are in here thinking, you know what? I need to do this every morning. Submitting daily, 100%. I'm all in. Okay, I want to be a disciple of Christ. We lay down. We set our alarm. We go to sleep. We wake up the next morning. This is the morning I've chose this time to be with Christ, right? To, to be in his presence. And a lot of times when that alarm goes off, a little simple thing like this, okay? Snooze. Nine minutes later, snooze. Or you set four alarms on your phone. But what we're doing in that moment is not submitting. Somebody gave me an alarm. (laughs) What we're doing is not submitting. In reality, we're saying more sleep is more important than you right now. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just telling you reality is we have good intentions, but a lot of times we don't want to submit. And we'll lay here day after day hitting that snooze button when all we have to do is, I know know we get tired. I understand that. But we're committing to submitting every single day. And if I'm going to start with him, then I have to sacrifice some things. And nine more minutes is worth it if I got to be in the presence of the Lord. That's what I want want inside of us. Like, you know what? Boom, that alarm hits. I'm up. I'm I'm talking to you, Lord. I'm reading your word. I myself don't ever use the snooze. I just get up. I know it's not that easy, but I'm telling you guys, if you'll, if you'll make that decision every morning to say, I know I've got to sacrifice a little sleep, but it's very important to me that I start my day with you, Lord, because I know how important that's going to set up the rest of my day. And just get up. Just get up. The praise team would come back up. If we're genuine in this walk about knowing he's the boss and he's the Lord of it all, if we're genuine in this, we will value nothing so much that it makes us turn away from him. Okay? Again, if we're genuine in this walk, if we're submitting daily, we will not value something more than Christ, even sleep. If we'll serve Christ actively and aggressively, There's going to be some things come our way that are going to be difficult. You know, I think that's why some of us don't face a lot of persecution because we're not pursuing him aggressively anyway. 
or actively. So as we're stepping out and doing things for Christ and, and making it known who we are and trying to witness to people, we will be persecuted. We will have to go through things. But if we're not doing any of that, then you're just enjoying your smooth sailing. But I believe we are to take such a stand that we do face some resistance in our lives if we're doing what God's called us to do. And again, I'm not trying to be all, man, this is so tough to do. This, I don't want to do it. You're making it sound like it's awful. It's not awful. It's not awful. Being a true believer and a disciple of Christ, it does take some sacrifice. But there is joy found in it as well. There's joy in believing in Jesus and who he is. And again, the reward for you know, saying here and well done, good and faithful servant is going to be so worth it as we enter in to eternity with him. So worth it. You guys will stand this morning. You know, another thing that as we submit each day before we get ready to pray here, as we submit each day, another great thing you get to see is how you're a magnet to people that are struggling and hurting. As you're living out your faith, as you're believing in Jesus and you're sharing his love, people notice that. They see it. And when they're hurting, when they're struggling, when they don't know where to turn for answers, they're going to come to you and say, I I know you go to church. I know you're a believer by the way you live your life. Can you help me? And there's some more joy in that because now you get to help lead somebody to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords because you submitted to Christ daily. You get to help other people do that as well. So this morning as we're going to pray, and I know it's a little bit, we should be done by now. Again, we're going to do what God wants to do. So we're going to open up the altars. And this whole thing, this series is just, who's the boss? Is he Lord of all and everything in your life? And if you've questioned some things this morning, just on your, in your own mind, like, man, I... I know I wouldn't die for him right now. If it came down to it, I would run. We need to get to a place where we've surrendered everything to him. So this morning, I'm going to encourage you to come to the altars if you need prayer for healing. If you're here and you don't know the Lord is your Savior, this is the perfect place to be. And we will pray with you and talk to you about that. And that's just, it's so simple. He's made it so simple for us to call on his name and believe on him. But if you're not saved, I'd like you to invite you up to the altar to pray. And we can talk about it. You need to rededicate your life to him. You walked away like we sang about. It's time to come home. So let's worship and sing. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that we're feeling in this place right now. And God, as we talked about submitting daily, Father, I pray for every heart in here right now to evaluate, not the person to the right or left, to evaluate our own hearts, God. Am I submitting daily? Or is there there something, Father, that I know I can open up to you and you can help me do better at? Lord, right now we just commit this altar time to you. Let your presence fall in this place again, Lord God, in people's hearts. Draw us to you, God. Lord, put away the pride. Put, you know, some people are just so numb right now to things. God, break that up. Holy Spirit, break that up and soak them in your presence and your love and let them feel again and understand who you are in their heart and life. We just praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father of life, seated on your throne of grace, it's only
submitting daily. I want to I want to tell you guys something that as you submit daily to Christ and you're and you're making him lord of your life then you can't blatantly keep living in sin. Okay? I know it sounds it's tough and it's challenging but you can't have one foot in and one foot out and expect the Lord to bless that. If you're blatantly living in sin in your life, that stuff needs to go as part of your submitting to him daily and making him Lord of your life. You're going to find it, it's a difficult road to go when you walk out of here and you do the things that are opposite of him and still say he's Lord of my life. Okay, so if that challenges you, it challenges me that I have to do my best. Are we perfect? No, we're not perfect. But we have to do our best to get rid of the sin in our lives in order to have him as Lord of our life. Okay? Love you guys. I appreciate you so much. I love what God is doing. And anytime, anytime you feel his tug on your heart to do something for him, do it. Submit and trust that he's going to help you through it. Stand strong. Be a light in your community. Win people to Jesus. Invite people to church. It's important. It's important to make him Lord of all. Have a great rest of your week. Come on back on Wednesday. If you said you would sign up, there's 10 of you. Please don't lie to your pastor. Stop by and sign up at the welcome desk. God bless.